Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. And we're here this morning, first class of the day in KCBC. Praise the Lord. The student body is here. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. And I, man, I'm going to tell you something. If you can't preach to this bunch, just forget it. You can't preach. You understand? <laughs> Amen. Father, we thank you today. We praise you and give you honor and glory for every word and every deed. We open our hearts. We open our minds for revelation from heaven. Insight, ideas, and concepts about, about you, Lord Jesus, and about living this life of faith. In Jesus' name we pray and receive it. Amen. Amen. Let's open our Bibles today to, first of all, to uh, Proverbs chapter 10. And um, the 22nd verse, one of the most important verses, and you'll see why before we get through this week. And in, in particularly uh, in the first covenant, the blessing of the Lord. Now, and I'll, I'll say this to you before we even get any further. When the Lord first showed me this a number of years ago, he instructed me in order to renew my mind. And I still do it today. Anytime I use the word bless in any form, I do it all caps. Whether I'm writing a letter, a text, or, or, or what. And I don't really care where anybody else knows what I'm doing or not. Amen. But bless, blessing, blessed in capital letters. The blessing, not a blessing. The blessing of the Lord. Now, had I been writing that, I'd put... The in all caps and blessing in all caps, just like Lord is in all caps here. The blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich and he addeth no sorrow with it. Now that word translated sorrow literally means to toil, to toil, to work hard. Well, there's nothing wrong with hard work. You don't work, you don't eat, the Bible says. There's nothing wrong with, <laughs> my grandfather said, boy, I'll tell you one thing about that Kenneth. He's sure not afraid of work. Said he lay down right beside him and go sound asleep. <laughs> yeah, well, he was right too because I didn't like it. <laughs> I guess I was called to preach even back there then. <laughs> anyway, that wasn't the reason for my laziness. Um, now, Psalm 73.12. Let's look at that. Psalm 73. And the twelfth verse, Behold, these are the ungodly 
who prosper in the world. They increase or they gather up riches. Amen. Now then, I want to comment some, some more about the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich. <laughs> what is the common attitude among people? Well, I have to make a living. You have to what? I have to make a living. Really? Let me ask you something. Did you earn your salvation? How'd you get it? Grace and faith, didn't you? Did you earn the baptism of the Holy Ghost? How'd you get that? Did you earn your healing? How'd you get that? Well, what made you think you had to earn your money? Faith and grace. Faith and grace. I made the comment one time and, and to get across the point. Uh, a janitor can have a jet. And uh, to get across the point that uh, and, and, a, and a woman came up after the service and said, Brother Copeland, what do a janitor need with a jet? <laughs> and I didn't know how to answer. I hadn't gotten that far yet, you understand? <laughs> and so, but I heard this come out of my mouth. Depends on what he does on his weekends. He can preach the world on the weekends. The key to that statement is if that man or woman is janitor on assignment for Jesus, then that person need not live on a janitor's salary. The janitor's salary becomes the seed bin to the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. I had a man actually tell me one time, my, to my face, this is, this is real. He said, Kenneth, I'll tell you what, I'm losing money on every deal I make. If I wasn't making so many deals, I'd go broke. Well, he eventually, eventually went broke because he was making. He was making. Well, I'm a self-made man. Well, that's a reason you ain't worth much. See, you fall in that other category there. You're gathering it up. But we know what that turns into. Bags with holes in it. Amen. Say the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. It, it maketh. It maketh. Let me change that just a little. Say this. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. He maketh. The more you study, the more you're going to realize the blessing of the Lord is the glory of the Lord, is the spirit of the Lord, is the Lord himself. 
He is the blessing. It's not an it, it's he. Amen? Whew, we just got to the close of the whole week right there. <laughs> now we got to go back up and get there. Amen? All right. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Oh, Myrtle, he's going to preach the whole book. Genesis chapter 1. If I had time, I would. <coughs> now, this is very eye opening. When you read from Jewish English manuscripts, like the Chumash. It doesn't say in the beginning God created. It says in the beginning the Blessed One created. Now that's interesting. In the beginning God or the Blessed One, Elohim, created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And God, the Blessed One, said, He didn't say, let there be light. I was thrilled beyond measure many, many years ago. We, uh, we were having a, a meeting in a small town, and, and we had a place for our evening services. And in fact, our, this was the first meeting that we had outside of a church under our own auspices. This was it. And um, <laughs> it was in Wichita Falls, Texas. And um, a dear, dear woman, my goodness, Aline Arnold. Glory, you remember Aline Arnold? My, my, my. She was in real estate business there in Wichita Falls. And she was looking for a place to have a meeting. <laughs> and found an abandoned drugstore building. It's pretty good size. But boy, there hadn't been anything in there in a long time. And uh, so we rented that thing and we had to clean that nasty place out. We were there for three weeks. And uh, when we turned on the power, there's fire shot out of the outlets in the floor. You know, they had outlets where there had been display cases and stuff. <laughs> popped every breaker inside. We called the landlord. He said, ain't none of my problem. He said, I don't know. You know, I don't care. So we had to get the electrician out there like I had money enough for an electrician. <laughs> anyway, we had a fabulous meeting there. But uh, the morning services, we had our morning services in a synagogue. And oh, the rabbi was, 
Oh, he was, he was so good to me as a young guy. And he was so excited about us having our morning meeting in his synagogue. And he introduced me to his study. And he said, Kenneth, just, for, just whatever you find you want to read, he said, just read. I said, really? He said, yeah, just do it. <laughs> so, and I found this out that day. God did not say, let there be light. He said, light be light was. Mm. I've been saying it ever since. <laughs> now, I wanted to read that to you for this reason. God never changes his MO. His method of operation never changes. That's the process then, and it's the process now. Now, let's go then on down to the 26th verse. And God said, let us make man in our image. Well, now, wait a minute. By, by staying with his method of operation, this changes the complexion of this verse. God said, man be in our image. It sounds like when he said, let us, that like there's a decision, a discussion going on here. No. No, he and Jesus... Before the foundation of the world, even your and my name were in the book. Yeah, the book of destinies. Not the Lamb's book of life, the book of destinies. Every human being in the mind of God, their life, their name, and every good thing they were destined to do on the earth. And you and I got born again, yes. became new creatures, yes. and we went into the Lamb's book of life. But the book of destiny is still there, and disease is not in it. Poverty is not in it. You know what's in it? The blessing of the Lord. my destination of destinations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Preach myself happy. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Now, now that we've seen this, I, I want you to get a grasp of this. We've, we've all seen uh, animated and computer-generated uh, pictures of Adam coming up out of the dust of the ground. And, and there's nothing particularly wrong with that, except that ain't the way it happened. <laughs> you know, that's all wrong with it. But Now, I wouldn't have any other idea either if the Lord hadn't allowed me to see in the, into the Spirit and just momentarily watch Him do it. He showed me this. He had this gray, lifeless body in his hands. 
holding him by the shoulders. And it was very interesting and extremely scriptural after I saw it. He was holding him and he was exactly the same size as Jesus. See, you have to understand something. God gave Jesus the words to say. He's actually the one that said, light be. Because this was earth. His home. Misplaced shout right there. <laughs> Let us. It's never been any change. Jesus said, the words I speak unto you are not my own. It's the Father that dwelleth within. He does the works. The Spirit of God, the Father that dwells within, was moving on the face of the deep. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Now, the reason this is so absolutely necessary to see this, and, and, and I'll give the reason in just a moment, but I, I want you to pay, pay attention to this. We know verse 7, chapter 2, the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath or the spirit of life, and man became a living soul. The Kamash said he became a living, speaking spirit like God. So are you. When you got born again, a new creature, you became a living, speaking spirit like God. You were a dead speaking spirit like somebody else. But when you got born again, you the same thing happened to you and the same thing happened to me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This will make a somebody out of nobody. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We became living. No longer dead people. Living. Speaking spirits like God. That's the reason we ought to say what God said. All right, back to the creation. Now notice, where did, it, where, where did this life go into him? His nostrils. Now you think God got a hold of him and went. <laughs> now that always bothered me. He'd blow him up like a balloon. 
No, no. No, no. I saw it in the spirit. He was right in his face. Had him by the shoulders. He was gray and lifeless. God had him by the shoulders. Right in his face. Now get this. Now watch it. Man be in our our not my in our image after our likeness have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth and man became spoke his words into his face into his very nostrils what did Jesus do after he was raised from the dead he breathed on them he did it again first people on the planet now not the first people but the first people on the planet live walking around to ever be born again the first ones glory to God were the ones that came up out of paradise glory to God hallelujah and some of them came up out of the graves after Jesus was resurrected. Now they were first. Amen. They deserved to be first after what they went through. Amen. How much time I got, Tim? Ooh. Well, anyway. <laughs> but I want you to see that. He became a living spirit. But he hadn't heard a sound yet. Wasn't anything else making any noise. Those angels were. <laughs> I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> Praise God. We'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.